Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. I am Joseph M. Smith, the host of Tech Niche Tips podcast, where we help people break into tech, not just to get in there, but to also scale from there. Every week, I'll be having new episodes where I either talk from my own personal experiences or I share with my friends and people that I met along the way that have great tips and tricks, not only, again, to help you land a job in tech, but to help you scale from there. Join me on the Tech Niche Tips podcast. Until next time, I hope to see you on the other side. Stay tuned for more. Hey, what's going on, homeworkers? Producer Mike here. Just a quick producer's note. Uh, Charlotte mentions uh, Lisa coming back for an episode. We recorded our episode out of order. Uh, just a heads up that this is the Thanksgiving episode. Happy Thanksgiving and enjoy the episode. Thanksgiving to all our listeners. My name is Joy Andrews, acupuncturist, feng shui consultant, and I've got my podcast co-host here with me, Charlene. Want to introduce yourself? Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. This is a these are, I'm excited because this is my time of year. These are my holidays. So welcome to uh, the Homework Show. This is Charlene Turner Bryant, career strategist, and looking forward to talking about today our first episode joy that we're taping on a holiday which happens to be one of my favorite holidays thanksgiving i love it and we're so grateful that we're opening it up to another friend of ours yes she was such a big hit on our last episode we talked about feng shui that we invited her back to join us to talk about thanksgiving rituals how people are doing, and what better person to talk about this with is our dear friend, Lisa Harper. Welcome, Lisa, to Back to the Homework Show. Wow, I am so excited to be here with you guys and to talk about my favorite holiday as well. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and get started. Well, things have still are just ever-changing. You know, we thought that at this time that we could maybe lighten up a little bit and, you know, enjoy ourselves and that be with family. And now we're hearing from all of the health professionals that we should keep our gatherings small. Some people should just cancel their Thanksgiving plans. I read an article recently that actually some of the airlines increased their planes for this time because they saw an uptick in ticket purchases. Hmm. So, Truly, you know, this is a time of year where people are really starting to feel the fatigue, if you will, about the pandemic and just this whole notion of trying to reorient ourselves, if you will, during this holiday. So this episode, we, we, we invited Lisa back because Lisa and I, we talk about Thanksgiving and we talked about what we were thinking about doing this Thanksgiving to honor one of our favorite holidays, which is Thanksgiving. And I'd love to hear about your love of it. 
You know what I mean? I'd love to hear why this is your favorite season, why this is your favorite holiday. And because some people love it and some people find it really stressful. And I'd love to hear the love for it, you know? Yeah, I've, uh, I'll, I'll get started with that because the reason I love Thanksgiving is because it is our family holiday. And it's when everyone comes home. And home for me is Louisiana. It's where my mother resides and, and most of my family. Louisiana is home. Thanksgiving is home. My mother is a traditionalist. We have to have Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving meal at a certain time every Thanksgiving. And usually it's one or two o'clock. It's two o'clock if we're, if we're running a little behind. But everyone has to be at my mother's home at the given time. And not only that, the table has to be set with a tablecloth, with all of the china, all of the flatware. It is a formal event. And I absolutely love the tradition. And I love the, the, the fact that we pull out all of the china, all of the fine crystal glasses, and, and all of the flatware from the box, if you guys know what I mean. <laughs> you know, most people don't still do those types of things. But... It is my mother's desire and it is her dream. And so she is always happy to host. And because she is uh, getting older, we finally instituted where we would travel around for Thanksgiving and it would not always be at our home because she is the, the matriarch, matriarch of the family at this point. And so when we have to go to other people's homes, she still cooks an entire Thanksgiving meal at home. So, so she, till until this day, that is what she's doing. So that is why Thanksgiving is really important to me and why the reason why it is um, my favorite holiday. Um, and I'm sure later on in the episode, we're going to talk about, you know, how Thanksgiving looks now. But moving on, Charlene, why is it your favorite holiday? Oh my goodness. My sister is a, my oldest sister before she passed away is a caterer and she would host the biggest family event. I have a large family. There's 12 of us children, right? And so we would always go to her house when I was growing up, right? And have Thanksgiving with her. And when I moved to California, you know, all of my friends, you know, we would stay there for the holiday. And so we started having gatherings, Thanksgiving gatherings of all the single people. My best friend actually was married and she let us use her house because everybody else's house was too small. And it has grown from like maybe 10 people over the years to upwards of 70 people. And it's a time where people come. It's a time where people who don't have family, who maybe not be, who are not close to their family, just to be in a presence of people laughing, watching football games, talking. Um, Britt and I, my best friend, we used to cook the whole meal with her grandmother when she was living and her mother. So, you know, being in the kitchen with good cooks getting tips on how to do this, how to do that. And, and just watching the joy on people's faces after we've had a, you know, a group prayer, what we were thankful for, for that year. And it, it was just so special. And we were, and when we moved back here from California, when I moved back from California and got married. I told my husband, 
you know, Thanksgiving has got to be out in California and we'll spend Christmas here, but we'll have to do Thanksgiving in California. And, and to this day, well, up until this year, our daughter is turning 17 next week. We've been doing that for 17, well, 20 years before she got here. 20 years of going out to California, spending Thanksgiving with our friends out there and family out there. And uh, it's just the, it's just a wonderful connection and reconnection of really what's important, right? Family, the people you see. Right. People that we yeah. call our family who may not be our family. Exactly. No. Our extended family members too. That's right. Yeah. And I see it as a, um, almost like home base on a, on a baseball diamond. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like where you come back to when you've had a whole year of flurry of doing you, and then you come back to where you come from or who you come from, or just having a touchstone of sitting down together purposefully and intentionally, you know, and I think about the conversation about, I think last year, I remember seeing a lot more about this is um, people were like, oh, we've got to do away with Thanksgiving we, because, you know, the the foundations that it was um, originally started on, it's like crooked and we can't keep that up. Right. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, great, there, there's value to that. And even if we don't have the traditional Thanksgiving based on like turkey and and slaughter and all that terrible history. There's a beautiful way that we do need to create that touchstone, that home base, that that ritual of coming back to where you come from, who you come from, the community you're around and the community you choose to be around. You know what I mean? So even if we got rid of the traditional Thanksgiving, that that tradition of uh, the ritual aspect is something that all civilizations throughout all history have wanted and created on purpose with each other. You know what I mean? And it, to me, it sort of is humbling in a sense to think about, you know, what is the right way to do this? What's the honoring way to do this? But it's also humbling to be around your people to, you know, it's humbling to be around your family or around people who are hosting you, even if they're not your family, you know what I mean? It's sort of like, wow, thank thank you for inviting me in or thank you for being my family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The time and the care that goes into the meal preparation, the shopping, getting your home, looking all festive. I mean, starting, you know, the passing of the torch of, of the cooking from one generation to the next generation. I agree, you know, the foundation of Thanksgiving, what is, what it, how it found it. You know, I think for me, I don't focus on that. I focus on the people that I'm around. I focus on the love that I'm receiving and giving out. I'm, I'm focusing really on, you know, the memories that are being created for the generations to come right? That next generation. Okay. You guys going to start cooking. Oh no, we want you guys to cook. We like your food. No, you got to learn because you got to pass this on, right? You got to pass these recipes down. So, right. And this year, 2020, you know, I feel like you don't know what you got until it's gone. And this is really highlighting the, 
the ritual, you know, people are just focused on oh, it's missing, you know, right. and now that it's missing, it's like, or oh, what are we going to do? How are we going to cook? How are we going to be together? You know, and are we going to risk it? Because this is so important to be together. That's kind right. of a decision. It's really important because it's bringing up to the surface. What do you have rituals? Do you have people? Do you have a home base, a center plate, something to call home in terms of space and time of your year, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, Joy, you brought up home base and you did the analogy of baseball. You know, what that home base uh, says for me, it's about grounding. Because when I go home, it's about grounding. And and I, yes, I swirl around all year. But when I go home for Thanksgiving, I am home. And home is where the heart is. And also, when we talk about the, the traditions of Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving for me is about being thankful. What are those things that you can be thankful for? I'm always thankful for my family. I'm always thankful for my mother. I'm always thankful for my siblings. I'm always thankful for my friends. I'm always thankful for my family. And so Thanksgiving is grounded in truly the thankfulness of being able to say to those people that you love, thank you. And it's interesting that you say that, Lisa, because I know you and I have been in touch all year and a common question for you that's come up is, is now a good time to come home? Is now a good time to go home? Is now a good time to go home? You know, and that's such a common theme that I think we've all wrestled with. And now of all times, it's like, okay, well, if I could have traveled to see family during a random weekend or the summertime or a, a birthday, you know, now is really like a bigger decision is, is now the time I'm going to go home or travel, you know what I mean? And yeah. so it it's, it's interesting. It's like why, and the underlying why is to get grounded in a yeah. year that's been so in flux. It's like, oh, what are we really asking for with Thanksgiving? Is it really turkey or is it really grounding? You know? Right, <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. Elise and I were talking about it because I, I, we were thinking about renting an RV and drive across the country before, you know, every, the surge started. We thought, okay, how can we get to California safely? Right. If we're not going to get an airplane, we got to get there. And then I had to break it down to our daughter, who that's the only tradition she knows is we, we're out in we're out in California for Thanksgiving. And I told her we weren't going. And she's like, we're not. It was almost like, hmm. wow, this. Wow. Who are we without that tradition? Yeah. This yeah. time of year means that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, and for me, um, <laughs> um, you know, by now, before even before Thanksgiving, I'm usually home at least three or four times. Uh, so I've missed a lot of significant events. And so Thanksgiving, you know, is, is here. And I'm like, well, you know, do I go? I, do I not go? Like Joy said, I and I've been bothering Joy about this <laughs> for, for a long time now. <laughs> and so... So what it really came down to um, for other events, my mother finally said, well, don't fly. You can come home. You can drive. Well, the drive for me, I don't even know how far the drive is because I've never done it, but I believe it's like 18 hours. And so she was like, you can drive. I do have a brother um, who is here as well with me. 
uh, Raphael. And so finally, my brother says, I'm not going home, Lisa, because I don't want to be the one. I'm like, what are you saying? I don't want to be the one. He's like, mother is doing well now. If we go home, we don't know. We just don't know. And he's like, you know, she she's doing fine. And I want her to continue to do fine and to be well. And he's like, if we both go home from a different environment and then having to have driven and stopping in different places, we don't know what's going to happen. And he's like, I'm not going. And so I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> and so so I, I said, oh, I'll just fly and I won't tell my mother I flew. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not going to work. And I'm like, I'll just drive by myself. And I'm like, that is definitely not going to work. So here I am. It's Thanksgiving. My brother and I will celebrate it here. And we will use the Echo Show to call in to my mother while we, we sit and we have dinner together. Um in our respective homes, in our respective environments, in our bubble. Love it. And how does that feel to you? Is that sad? Does it feel like relief? What? Well, it's a combination of feelings. Absolutely, Joy, because, you know, I'm sad. Of course, I want to see my mother. Of course, I want to hug my mother. Right. But I just don't think that it's safe. And I like Ralph now I'm I'm on I'm in his camp. Uh, I don't want to be the one. Right. Uh, if my mother, you know, were to, you know, if we were to bring something home to her or something like that. So I'm finally relieved. I, I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with my decision that I've made and I am relieved. I know my mother will be safe. She's, she's fine with the decision as well. And so we will just carry on and it does not change Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving will still be Thanksgiving. I can still be thankful for my mother. I can still be thankful for my family. So we will just learn to do it a different way. And do you have a box of China? I do. I don't even have a box. It's in my cabinet. So yes, I'm going to pull out the ready. My brother Ralph is going to roll his eyes. He's going to say, really, Lisa? And I'm like, yes, I am my mother's daughter. That's right. Lisa's going to pull out all the fine China. Whenever you go to Lisa's house, you do not eat on paper plates. That's just not a tradition of hers. And, and I, you know, I, I agree. I, I agree with you, Lisa and Joy, in terms of the emotions, the range, the full range of emotions, the pull and tug that people are feeling right now, right? Trying to really kind of process through those emotions, right? Because you can be really angry right now and get to a different place, but mm. not suppress those emotions because mm. that's why I keep coming to joy when you suppress things. Mm. Joy is there to help clear me as she says, we have to go back into your garden, Charlene. There's still some clearing here. We just got to pull those emotions out. Let's feel right? them, let them go. Flow. Them, let them go. And, you know, I finally got to a, a peaceful place um, and said, we're not going to put our lives in jeopardy to go across the country. And I said, I said to my best friend's mom, who, you know, she is a wonderful cook. And every Thanksgiving, I mess something up. And she always just says, oh, Charlene, I can't believe you did that. How many years you've been cooking with me? And I called her up and I said, I said, Mama Dorothy, we're not coming out there for Thanksgiving. She said, I know, baby, I know. I said, but for it to feel like Thanksgiving, I'm going to mess up a couple of dishes and I'm going to call you and tell you that I've messed up those dishes. And I need to hear what you normally say to me when we're in the kitchen together. 
And if you do that, it will feel like Thanksgiving. Oh. And and she was crying. She said, I know, babe. I know. And I was crying. But we didn't realize how important cooking together and, you know, talking and messing up something and hearing her fuss and was something that I just I just love to hear, you know, mm-hmm. as we prepare in the meal. And so she said, you got it. You got it. And, you know, she lost her dear friend. She's lost a couple of her friends, not to COVID, but just because of other things this year. And so keeping rituals that are familiar to her, I think is going to be important for the to get her through the holiday season so that she doesn't go into a depression, right? Over what people are losing. If we're focusing on what we've we've lost and mm-hmm. instead of what Lisa's point is, you know, what we're grateful for, what we're still thankful for, you know, that's what I want to hold on to. Not that I can't go to California this year, but that I have those people still with me. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. And I'm seeing that this is opening up in the loss, like what you're talking about. There's room for grief and there's also room for creativity. I feel like people are coming up with creative ideas, like what you just said, of calling somebody up to feel that. And, you know, I'm thinking about doing Zoom on Thanksgiving with parts of my family that I have not done that with. And there's no good reason why we haven't done that before. Or it's like play a game on Zoom together or, you know, this family can be cooking and have music on and just be doing their thing. But just having a window open to see each other on a screen, that's like sort of creative to me, you know, that there would not have been room for before. Unless we had this, you know, what is it? Creativity is the mother. Necessity is the mother of invention, you know? And so people are getting, I'm I'm interested to see what the food's going to be like this year. If people are going to choose the same old food or if they're going to be like, oh, uh-oh, my mother normally cooks this. I went to Trader Joe's and they have a really good frozen looking thing. I'm going to get that. <laughs> A lot of pasta. I remember our episode we talked about people are reliving, you know, vacation memories and holiday memories in our food. So it's going to be some interesting food choices. Yeah, but I like that idea of having the Zoom. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, um, Joy. You know what you just said about this time is bringing up creativity and things we've never considered or done before. And you just mentioned that you're going to be doing things with family that you would have probably never done things with for Thanksgiving at Thanksgiving time. And so I have noticed throughout this year that that's our opportunity is that we can engage with as many people as we want. And so that's the beauty of this. We can have people a part of our Thanksgiving celebration that have never been a part of our Thanksgiving celebration before. We can think of different things to do. I mean, we could do a cocktail hour and make your own cocktails or or come up with cocktail names. And- oh, I'm coming to yours. Okay, so I'll be on Zoom at your Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you both there tonight. Cocktail hour. But you know what I've been saying too? You know, we've all said that this is, we've never seen this in our lifetime. We've never experienced this. And I have been just taking more pictures, you know, and saying, we got to document that. We got to document this, guys. You know, don't take your mask off. 
right? Keep your mask on, you know, and take a picture with your mask on. And and uh, because we need to document this time because we are getting through it. And to your point, Lisa, I think it has opened up some creativity if we allow it, if we're allowing that side of us to come out. As I've been doing a lot of coaching, it's been more around trying to get people through what they see as opposed to what is possible, right? And Mm -hmm. so we are reimagining Thanksgiving this year. And I vow that I'm going to still cook the family faves because we call them the family faves. And I'm going to cook it in the portion sizes that I'm normally cooking, right? Because I don't know how to cook for three for Thanksgiving. (laughs) They haven't had to do that. And, And, you know, and then just give out to whomever, right? Let them come to the end of the driveway and grab and go, right? That's what I'm curious about is telling us you two are really good at ritual, I think. And so I'd love to hear what you think you might keep. Like, that sounds like an important ritual, something about giving to other people, something about the abundance aspect. Do you think there's other rituals that you are going to hold on to or that you would even recommend? Well, I know for me, and we've already started. So we, we, every Thanksgiving, we would collect food or we collect socks for the homeless. Um, this year, Maya and I have put together bags of a, with a mask, hand warmers. And I put a dollar in there. She was like, mommy, you're being cheap. $5. What can you buy with a dollar? I'm like, okay. All right. And so, but this year we, we, we would normally take it on a different day. This Thanksgiving, we're going to walk out and walk around and she's got to recruit a couple of friends and we're going to hand them out on Thanksgiving Day. So mm-hmm. it's a ritual we're keeping, but more in, enhancing it, if you will, mm-hmm. and making the action real time. Nice. Um, so that's one that's one that I will definitely not lose sight of because there's so many people who need food. There's so many hungry people right now. There's mm-hmm. so many people who just need somebody to see them, just to see that I'm going through, to see that I'm here. And um, that's what we're going to do differently this year. Nice. Yeah. I, the rituals that I will definitely hang on to, I, I was thinking of being able to do something different and new, but my brother who really um, doesn't like tradition. However, he wants a traditional meal. So he's like, well, you're getting the turkey, right, Lisa? And you're going to make the dressing, right, Lisa? And you're going to make potato salad, right, Lisa? (laughs) So my next thing to him is, what are you going to (laughs) make? What are you bringing to the table? New ritual, brother. That's right. A fork and a plate. That's right. But in my mother's... um, tradition. My mother, um, she will, the reason why I think she likes to cook a whole meal at home, not for us necessarily, and definitely not for her because she doesn't eat that much, but so that she can prepare plates and take it throughout the community to people, regardless if they need it or not. She has to get a plate to, she has a whole list of people that she has to take meals to. So my home will be opened up to to my neighbors to, to come by and grab a plate if they want, um, and to ensure that I do have enough food to share with others. In addition to that, there is a, um, a chef from Louisiana who uh, has a, 
a business and does food. And he is actually uh, has a drive where he will be giving food away to the homeless. And so I will be contributing to that effort and and uh, giving for that. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Our and family I don't know tradition. About shopping. Go, Go shopping on Black Friday the next day. Well, you know, I still have a teenager and she's like, so we're not. And that was one of the rituals, right? After we ate, everybody would sit down with newspapers and, you know, figure out where, where stores we're going to when everything became online. It was we're going to do shopping online. And so, you know, she Maya came to me. She said, Is, are we going to do Black Friday? And I'm like, wow, these traditions have been so deep seated in her. It's like, OK. Yeah, we are, Maya. We may be the only ones out, but we'll go out. We'll, yeah. we'll we'll go to a store, but we'll do Black Friday like we normally do it, and see what we see what comes about. This what about is you, Joy? this is switching up the energy. You know what I mean? It's like our um, my favorite family tradition. I've been going to my in laws. We've been married sixteen years, and. Every year we play a game after Thanksgiving, which is either croquet or a board game. Or last time we were together, it was Family Feud. <laughs> and that is, it's like so different from how I grew up. I we Games was not a thing. It was like maybe there was like what, football on TV or something? But doing something after the meal just breaks up the energy. And I love that. It's really because it's like after you do the meal, it's like a, oh, it's the food coma starts, you know, and everybody oh, yeah. sort of wilts and like disappears <laughs> into the couch or tries to stay awake. You know what I mean? And it's sort of like this like sleepy, heavy kind of energy. Yeah. But playing a game like breaks up the 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 stagnant, like heavy, drowsy kind of thing. And I feel like that's carrying over into like the whole, what we're all having to do with all the rituals right now. You know what I mean? It's like, it's all getting shaken up a little bit. So it's, it is sort of like sad in one sense, especially like for Maya, if that's all she's ever known, you know, and having for her, it really does me, it's like maybe more meaningful, you know what I mean? And now it's like shaking things up. It's like, ooh, what's it? It's sort of like fun. It's sort of sad, sort of fun at the same time. It is. And I don't know about you all, but I don't like to be rushed through the holiday season. So mm -hmm. right now I'm seeing so many people putting up their Christmas decorations, the lights. And I was in Costco last night and I was trying to, you know, weave through to social distance, so I weave through the section where they had the holiday decorations. It was packed. You would have thought we were already in December. And I said, I refuse to rush through this holiday before going into the next one, mm. because th this is my time of year. And I I got, if, if nothing else out of this, I have to give myself permission to really enjoy it and see the holidays as they're happening. Because the summer ones blew by me because I wasn't focused on anything during the summer. I love that. And the next podcast that we're going to talk about together with Lisa is Feng Shui. And I think, Charlene, you've got this piece about decorating as part of how you love this holiday, right? Like, yes, you're saying that 
that the actual physical look and feel of the holiday matters to you in this season of the year, you know what I mean? And so um, what is that like for you? Is it important to have holiday decorate fall like decorations up right now? Absolutely. I had my fall decorations up in what end of September, early October. I was taking pictures. Oh, the 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 squirrels and ate my corn husk. They so I've been feeding <laughs> the crows and the squirrels. They've been having a good time. But for me, it, it is me pulling back into my childhood, me pulling back into mm. a time that was so joyful. My mother had four boys and one girl. Sometimes we had Christmas gifts. Sometimes we didn't have Christmas gifts. But you know mm. what we always had? A Christmas tree. We always had the lights up. So from the street, you, you couldn't tell whether it was gifts or not gifts. And so for me, it's, it's like I'm honoring my mother and my mother-in-law. She loved the holidays. She loved Christmas. She loved decorating. And I get all into it. And, you know, we, we're never here for Christmas because we're always, you know, in Indiana or somewhere else. We spend Christmas outside of our home. But from December 1st all the way to Jan, no, January 1st, those holiday decorations are up in the house. So when I'm gone and come back, it's like, yes, there's the tree. There's the wrap boxes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so it's yeah. about joyfulness. It is. It's joy. It's it's the the smell of the outside inside getting those um, sickles, those scent sickles, right, mm. um, to make it smell like a real pine tree. So absolutely. I'm, and I'm going to definitely do that again this year. I'm not going to deny myself the joy that it gives me. I'm not going to do it. That's interesting because everyone's at home right now. And so how we feel at home, how it looks, how it smells, how it feels is important. You know what I mean? And to actually change it up so that it's not Blur's Day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so it's like, what day is it? Oh, the holidays actually are helping us mark time to remember where we are in this year. That's true. I would tell you from April through the summer, every day was Blur's Day. But come end of September, when I start seeing the, you know, the fall colors and the pumpkins and I said, oh, I bounced out of it. I'm like, this is my time of the year. This is where I vacation. This is where I have time with family and friends. This is it. This is it. I love that. And I find that different people who come in for acupuncture, they come alive in certain seasons. Like some people have a really hard time in summer. They're just hot and uncomfortable and feel really unproductive. And some people come alive during that season. And same with fall. Some people feel really like sad and full of grief and the end of the year and the darkness is coming. And some people come alive and get more productive and, and really make it their own, you know? And so I find it's really unique to different people that they have different seasons where they come alive. You know what I mean? Yes. And if you come alive, it's like really own it and get your fuel when you need to get it. You know what yes. I mean? Like fuel up at this time and take joy in your little decorations and your big decorations and your food and your rituals, because it's, we need every ounce of fuel of joy to get this year, you know? That's right. <laughs> Yeah, don't cower if somebody else doesn't like the decoration or you know somebody else in the house is like why do we have to do this one again it's like I need my joy 
<laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, this has been great. This has been great talking about mm-hmm. our Thanksgiving rituals. We hope that you honor yours and we hope that you find joy and um, we find find some new creativity. Reimagine your home during this holiday season. Reimagine your family. And we, we want you to really just take away from this episode that um, we want to stay true to our to ourselves and and not lose ourselves, but create space for newness to come in. And Lisa, do you have any parting words for our guests? Thank you, Charlene. As a matter of fact, I do. So be thankful, focus on the positive, be grateful. Be grateful that you have an opportunity to celebrate Thanksgiving. And let's focus on what's important. Absolutely. Thank you for allowing me on Home Work Podcast. We are glad you were able to join us today, Lisa. Mm-hmm. And so if you please continue to share and subscribe to the Homework Show. We're on iHeart, Apple, Spotify, Spreaker. And we wanted to wish you and yours a happy Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.